now your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Credit. That's credit. Enter it now. At FoxSports980.com. WOFX Troy, WGYFMHD2 Albany, W240EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. Time for the top four at four with LeVac and Gaz. Time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. Some people say you need more than that. I don't. I don't believe you do. And neither do our good friends in Mohawk Honda because they believe the top four at four is perfect the way it is. I love Mohawk Honda. I, I do too. I don't love the theme of today's top four at four. You're gonna, oh, no. you're gonna notice a lot of similar stories here. Okay. We start with story number four. Wide receiver, former New York Giant Kadarius Tony will uh, miss some practice for the Kansas City Chief training camp, but is expected to go for week one of the season. Tony had undergone an off-season cleanup procedure described by ESPN on his knee, but he was injured while fielding a punt before practice on Sunday. Levac. We know Travis Kelsey is the top target for Patrick Mahomes, but what does this injury mean for the Chiefs, and in particular Tony, especially with some offseason moves, with Juju Smith-Schuster no longer there, Tyreek Hill the season before? What do we make of this injury for both the Chiefs and Kadarius Tony? So I, like, if you want to go to my core as a Raiders fan, this is great news for me. Um, but if you want to go to my core as a football fan, somebody who enjoys watching great football, this stinks because – I do hope he's going to be okay. Hopefully, this is, is the injury is not as severe as as we originally heard it was. Now they're saying he'll be there in time for camp for for the first week or whatever. Hopefully, it doesn't really hold him back because I feel as though a full year of Kadarius Tony in an Andy Reid offense is going to be amazing. Like I don't think you like I think he'll, he's going to be one of those players that you're going to have trouble defining what he is. He's going to line up in weird spots. He's going to catch different places. I think he's in a lot of a quarterback. Like I think he's I think he's the Swiss Army knife of Andy Reid's offense. And I think Reid, who has done it all, looks at a guy like this and goes, This is gonna be fun. So I, I wanna see I want to see this kid on the field. When you ask me like weekly, like, okay, who's who's gonna get a touchdown this week? There's gonna be a lot of weeks I'm gonna say Kadarius Tony. I don't get the Tony thing at all. Like this might be my what? my freezing cold take of the NFL season. Mark this down, save it on your phone Ridicule me on social media if you want. This is Josh Gordon 2.0, but not as productive. Lebec, how many Josh Gordon rants have you had to listen to see over and over? Like, why is this guy getting another chance? Why is it? At least Josh Gordon was historically productive at one point in his career. Well, Josh Josh Gordon was a wide receiver. Kadarius Toney is a playmaker. When used right, he's a playmaker. You have to You have to think of different ways to get him the ball. And once you do, you can do. I mean, you saw it. In the Super Bowl, you saw it more and more. You see, like, Reed's like, okay, bubble screen. Well, <laughs> stuff you don't want to do. He's it, doing it with Tony, it, and it works. He scored in the Super Bowl. You could argue that maybe that scoring play was a big reason as to why Kansas City at the end was able to win the Super Bowl and that pass interference call. But nonetheless, like, I need Tony to prove it because there's been tons of hype around this guy. He feels like Josh Gordon without the production for me. I think they're very different players, but you always hated Josh Gordon. So, Story number three involves the New York Yankees and their big man, Aaron Judge. Reports coming from the Associated Press that Aaron Judge is going to face live pitching for the first time over the weekend. How about that on Sunday? And maybe more live pitching to come. John Lewisica, Johnny Lozani, as we mentioned earlier in the show, Levac, he could be coming back as well. He's rehabbing 
from a right elbow surgery. This is how I know you don't watch 24-hour Yankee pregame shows and stuff. We actually got to see this. Yeah. Luizica pitched to Judge on Sunday, and it's one of those weird setups where Judge was fighting off pitches from Luizica. Luizica looks ready. I think Luizica is going to be back probably this week. Uh, Judge, either Luizica is that damn good or Judge is still a little slow with the bat. Because he was not able to get around on last night. But there was a point where you saw, like, like you couldn't hear him. But you see Judge kind of, like, when they're getting done and Judge is looking like lasagna going, damn, you couldn't let me get one? You know, like, it was one of those things. So it was very cool. It makes the top four at four. If you missed it, Apple and Spotify, we had discussion a little bit earlier in the show. But encouraging news for Yankee fans. Yes. I know that hasn't been said a lot this summer, but encouraging news, especially with the stretch of games coming up for the Bronx Bombers. I get some of the best in the American League. Any arm, any bat, the MVP might be coming back sooner because this has been silence from the Yankees of a timeline when it comes to Big 99. Loisga is, is arguably your best bullpen pitcher. Judge is your best player. If you can get them both back, maybe, just maybe, I'll have to get my hopes up. But you know me in that. It's very treacherous treacherous thing for me. I don't like it. More injury talk here in story number two. Thanks for making sure I stay negative, guys. Buffalo Bill fans, it's a tough one. As your running back, Naeem Hines, is injured. And most reports across the country said he is likely out for the season. As Naeem Hines suffered an injury not at training camp, not at the team facility, but was out on a jet ski. And the reports have speculated that Hines was hit by another person driving a jet ski no talk of him doing flips or tricks. It was just sitting there, waiting. Someone else hit him, hits him in the knee, tears up the ligaments. He's now likely out for the season. Naeem Hines was going to be the kick returner, punt returner, special teams contributor. Maybe not the ball carrier most per game rushes. But with a backfield of James Cook, Latavius Murray, and potentially another free agent on the way. Levac, how should Bills fans be feeling about losing Hines before August? Likely for the entire season. How do you feel about uh, J.D. McKissick? He's like, you know what? He's kind of like Hines, isn't he? Where he's like, uh, it's the 16th round in fantasy. I need a running back. He catches stuff out of the backfield, right? Giovanni Bernard? He's still in the league. I Tywan Jones? I honestly didn't know Gio Bernard was still in the league. Tywan Jones is 34 years old. Um, my, my point is, you notice I'm not saying Zeke Elliott. I'm not saying Leonard Fournette. Kareem Hunt even though I think Kareem Hunt's a great signing, Dalvin Cook, because that's not the role that Himes was going to have on this team. Himes was going to be your 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 playmaker, kind of like what I was saying about Kadarius Tony, but in a different, you know, out of the backfield. He was your pass catcher. He was a couple of carries, a little change of pace, a little third down back action. He was going to return kicks and punts. He was going to do all those things. He was going to do a bunch of different stuff. Now, now if you're... You're, you're looking around and you're going, Ken Dorsey's going, yeah, so close. I had a whole plan for that. Well, uh, James Cook is still my, my primary running back, and now my primary uh, special weapon is... Hey, what's your name? You look fast. Like, it's it's going to be, you know, it's gonna, I, I think it's a big loss when you lose a guy like that, especially when you traded to get him. You definitely wanted him. It's, it's obvious you wanted him to be part of your, your team. But I think replacing him is is never as easy as a one-to-one. I think it's a, okay, this guy is now my kick returner. Um, This guy is my third down change of pace back. Like, he's one guy who checks a lot of different boxes. 
I don't think that one guy who checks a lot of different boxes the exact same way is out there. If you were to look and ask Bills fans today, you'd think Thurman Thomas got injured. He's not Thurman Thomas. He's not Marshawn Lynch. He's not Willis McGahee. But you could convince me very easily that a game against the Jets and the Dolphins, you know what, I even tossed New England in the mix because those are always really good games, could be decided by a special teams play. Maybe a fumble. Maybe a kick. Maybe just an extra few yards. This could be a moment we mark down the calendars and say, you know what, if they still had Hines, that's a different outcome in that play. We're still too far away of figuring out how that backfield's going to look like. I can't imagine Cook and Murray are going to be the guys who get the most touches this season, but that's how they're... You just laid out the roster right there. They Look, one of those guys, or two of them, maybe more likely two, wasn't going to make the roster anyways. Right. Maybe they already said, we're good with these four. We're not even going to sign a running back. We're going to let these guys go to camp. We'll get somebody off the street to run the preseason reps, and this is our roster now. And don't, and don't oversell the value of a running back to them because you look at what the Bills are. The Bills, since McDermott's been there, they haven't really, there hasn't been that dominant overall running back. Brian Dable has just shown you as, as the guy with the Jets, I'm not going to be part of giving a ton of money to a running back. So even though this is a, a different kind of running back, this is, a, a again, another Swiss Army knife. This is this is the duct tape of running backs. It can solve a lot of problems. I don't see the, I don't think the Bills are going to go crazy to replace him. I didn't want to do another injury story here for number but one. I'm miserable. <laughs> no, I did. Uh, the Boston Red Sox are off tonight, so you're going to get a full Cavino and Rich here on 95.9 and 980. The Yankees are also off tonight. Uh, the Mets are also off tonight. Yes, because so sl- Yankees-Mets start tomorrow. That's right. So you're slated games tonight. Games of note, the Orioles take on the Phillies. I call it the new vet, the new veteran stadium, Citizens Bank Ballpark, 641st pitch there. Rangers and Astros, a big AL West matchup. That's an 8-10 first pitch in Texas. Houston, I have to clarify because they're both from Texas there. Uh, the Diamondbacks host the Cardinals, Blue Jays, and Dodgers. Levac, do any of those games interest you tonight? Um, Probably your Orioles a little bit because, again, I, I do find them exciting. I, I want to see who they are. They're almost like a science experiment to me now because they're young and they're talented, but they almost look out of place at times. So now that they've come off this big series against the Rays and, you know, they're getting ready, they're going to be facing the Yankees in a couple, like next week, I think, is the, or the end of next week. Yep. Or the end of this week, maybe. Um, I, I'm, I want to see what they do. They're fun to watch in that, in that aspect. Both the, oh, it'll either be an exciting game or they'll be a complete train wreck. This goes back also to earlier in the show where we talked about the Orioles fan base viewing the world differently than Red Sox fans and Yankee fans. This is going to undermine the moves of the Orioles, but it feels like that person, if you play poker, that want a really good hand, but they may not be a great poker player, and they're sitting there with a big stack of chips, and they're like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> I've never we, been here before. played? Like, can I just raise pre-blind? No, can I do know, that? You know who they are? They're that friend that you golf with who's never golfed before. And they put it on the green in like one, and you're like sitting there going, "But it's a par four. And they're like, "So when do I get to hit again?" Like they don't know. They're completely confused. What? Which one of these crooked sticks do I use now? And it's like, I hate you. <laughs> it's like a combination of that plus. I love that the graphic pops up now of top 100 prospects in baseball. Oriole, Oriole, Oriole. So wait, we can trade one of these guys. Is what you're telling mm-hmm. me, and we'll get a pitcher back who's mm-hmm. good. I like all of those things. So again, that's Orioles Phillies tonight. Uh six forty first pitch in that matchup. Yeah. That's I mean that's I think that's that's the marquee matchup tonight, really. I mean, I don't really think there's much else that can help you.
Well, I know who can help you. Who can help us? That is Mohawk Honda. Woo-woo. If you are looking for a new vehicle this summer, if you've got that maybe vacation on the way, maybe it's closer to Labor Day, maybe you've always mark off those days in August. Get yourself a new vehicle as you get ready for that road trip. The place to do it is Mohawk Honda. People that you can trust during the car buying experience. It's the summer. they got great deals going on. Check out social you media. You drove your own car today. I sure did. Look at that, huh? Ah, there's the pilot, baby. Yeah, that's it's that's a nice looking ride. And you that's notice how everyone ride. got away in the parking lot here at iHeartMedia and said no one parked near Goss's vehicles too nice. That's because we. Well, no, that's also the way you drive. We kind of keep a distance. <laughs> did I take up two spots? Uh, yeah, yeah, you did. That's okay. I think you deserve two spots when you get to drive your vehicle for the first time. Yeah, you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Wife and also Mohawk Honda. That's how good of a vehicle I have that Mohawk Honda will help you. I don't know if you should take Your up two spots. Your wife knows how good it is. She usually has it. Can you imagine you show up to Greg Johnson or Lindsey Harden or Cam McKenna, who I work with, and they say, Guys told me with my new ride, I can take up two spots in a parking lot. Don't, well, don't, don't do forget that. who's telling you this. It's me who, when I go to when I go to the other Mohawk dealership, I pull right up on the marquee. <laughs> I love Mohawk Honda. If you're looking for a ride that people you can trust during the carbine experience, the place for you is Mohawk Honda where they always go out of their way to please you. All right, so we got a special guest coming in. He is a, he's a good friend of ours, and he is a good friend of ours for multiple reasons. He's got some insight for us that we wouldn't normally have about the local baseball scene, and he's the one who gets us all the stuff we need with our names on it and makes us look like we know what we're doing. Uh, Christian Bertrand, who is from the All-Star Academy, as well as our good friends at Elevation 10,000, he is going to join us coming up next. And um, I just I can't wait to pepper him because – I ordered stuff like a day ago. Where is it? It's Levac God's Fox Sports Radio 95.9 to 980. Hi, we're comparing insurance agency. Right now you're thinking Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Well, I wasn't expecting that. How about oh, that step, That's what I expected. You've been saying this about him since the day this show signed on. I couldn't believe you were gonna you were gonna miss your chance. I'm not missing the chance. No, <laughs> I don't know if the podcast audience will hear this, but I'll pot it down quickly for legal rights. <laughs> well, we got, I think we have like under 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, sir. All right, it's play fun. a little bit more then. <laughs> we are uh, we are joined by Kendall Roy himself, aka Christian Bertrand. He is uh, he's a friend of ours um, for multiple reasons. We we met officially through your day job, Elevation 10,000. Yep. And you, um, somehow you still have us around. I don't, I mean, and look at Goss. He's not a 2X, right? Can we just be clear? Stop the whoa, Can whoa, we just whoa. Don't go to, let's talk about the greatest that is Elevation 10,000. Whatever it is, Christian, tell him. Digital marketing, advertising apparel, you've got it all. Yep, we, we got it all. It's, um, it, you know, it's a real big operation we got going on now. Um, so if you are looking for the apparel, which is what I do, um, definitely, you know, give us a shout. We're coming up on soccer season, football season, baseball, fall ball season is coming up. So uniforms, t-shirts, coaches gear, you want it. Give us a call, wall wraps. And, and like, honestly, family vacations, like stupid, like all these stupid things that you don't think of, like you guys can do that too. And the, the beauty of what our relationship has become, I will text Christian an idea and then he will go, oh, that's a great idea. Why don't you try it like this? Which translates to, you were really close this time. You almost had it right. <laughs> now I got you. And, and it works. It's there, a good relationship. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, bachelor, bachelorette parties, that's what these guys do. Like, you do this day in and day out where it's like something as small as like the print of a logo. I was telling Levac the story the other day. Like, you want to make sure it pops, branding, marketing, that's the stuff you guys specialize in. Something that maybe day-to-day people don't understand, but how important it is 
for you and the crew at Elevation 10,000. Yes. It's, you know, we make it very, we try to make it very simple for everybody. Um, like you said, bachelor bachelor parties, uh, family vacation t-shirts, fully customizable. We do it quick turnaround. We try to be ch- as cheap as possible. So, well, there's 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 tricks to that. Like yes. I've learned the tricks. Like, so a white shirt's cheaper than than a blue or a black shirt. Uh, single color logos is cheaper than multiple color logo. These are the kind of things you can do. You know, me, I don't worry about price. I just charge Goss. So everything <laughs> I got one of Goss's cards. Everything's good. Um, I do I do. Uh, we got to talk about what, why you're really here, and that is that is the All Star team that you that you coach. Um, but as far as Everything at Elevation Ten Thousand goes, you know, all the apparel, all those, all those great things. Where's my stuff, man? Like I had stuff. We <laughs> I ordered question. it days like a day ago. I where's my? <laughs> UPS was pulling in as I was pulling out. Oh, what, what can Brown do for me? Um, no, it's 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 half joke, half serious because uh, I talked to Dave McClett over at Elevation, and we're going to start putting together a Levac and Goss page. Now, you guys are going to be the ones who are going to take care of the stuff for that. I had what I feel is the greatest idea I've had yet, and it is the it, and it's it's my muse is in the other is in the other booth right here. Uh, it is the the Levakengaz fanny pack party starter. <laughs> so I want to do a Levakengaz fanny pack in it, maybe a couple koozies, some other like or whatever we can think of to come up with, and then we'll put that on the site for a, for a good price, and you can get your Levakengaz fanny pack party starter. I like that idea, and I like. That Goss can also wear that around his waist with his uh, full zip sweater with yes. his sleeves tied around. His right, it's hundred percent going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like he's 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 he was dad before he was a dad. Like I still wish I had pictures from that one Super Bowl trip we had where he's walking around with the flat brimmed hat, the the reading glasses, the fanny pack, the shorts that were way too shut tight. No, it was a whole thing. <laughs> it was, was it was a motif. That was pre dad too. Now I feel like with that look, I'm going to be dad plus Hobart boy. Look at you with your scarf. Tied around your fanny pack. I, I, for whatever reason, I feel like there is going to be interest in this fanny pack starter kit, and I'll never live it. Yeah, fanny pack party starter. Please. Party starter. How dare I? Excuse me. So that's branding pump, right there. There's alliteration in there. All right. Uh, all right, but uh, Christian, one what, what of the things that you do besides take my stupid phone calls about, hey, can I put a logo on this? Um, you'd be shocked the ratio of of yeses I get. Um, you're the head coach for the 16 prospect team for the All Stars. What the heck does that mean? Yeah, so uh, we are out of All-Stars Academy in Latham, uh, right on Troy Schenectady Road. Right by my house. Yeah. Yep. You don't come by. You don't call. Oh, you don't no, I know, I know. <laughs> the kids are there just hitting you know, BP and Levesque. Get out of there, yeah. kids! Get off my lawn! <laughs> They're inside on turf. I don't care! Yep. So. Um, yeah, so I got the 16U prospect team. Uh, right now we are ranked 30th in the country by Perfect Game, which is the, big, the biggest uh, scouting program there is out there um so out of uh, out of however many 16 year old teams i think there's over 700 we, so wait are you the reason that they're ranked so high or do you just, is this just a good talent pool we, we have a good we have a good team <laughs> I, I would like to say it's good coaching but we have a really we have a really really good team how do you found find the players is it just section two do you scout is there a tryout take us through that process so 90 percent of my team i've actually had since they were 13 um when they actually, when they were twelve, going on thirteen, we had a tryout, um, and I still have out of sixteen kids. I, I think there's there's twelve left that I that I were originals. Um, obviously, over the years, kids leave. They you know they lose some interest. They find another team, and then we we pick some kids up. But it's never 
know, we don't go to other, we don't go to kids and say, Hey, you know, leave your, leave your spot and come here. It's always, we have a tryout. They come to it. Then they have, they make the decision. So you would never say they should leave another place and come to you. But no, I listen, I'll tell you, you probably, you probably should. Um, no. what, <laughs> so what is, what do they call you? Coach B coach Bertrand? What are they? Uh, usually just coach. Just coach, um, depending on the day too. Whoever's playing and not playing, it might be. Because I, I feel like it would <laughs> I like be. That. I know you know what it is. There's a thing that he's got, guys. That he doesn't want to give me because then he knows I'm gonna call. Hey, there, Coach Bartray, what's up, there, buddy? You got my shirt? You got my jacket? You got my pants? You got my stuff? Man? What do you got? <laughs> the thing, I can see he knows. that. I know. He knows. Now knowing how close it is to your house too, you're just oh, yeah. yelling after yeah. you know a game well, in the backyard. I've known, I've known Dave McClatt for 21, 22 years. Dave. Handed me off to Christian like right away. He's like, here, deal with Christian from now on, please. I love Dave. Dave's the best, man. Dave is the best. No, it, it's you know, it, I have a really good group of kids. Um, and that's the thing. They're not just good ball players. They're, they're actually good kids. Well, you got to take them on the road and stuff, right? Yeah, they go on the road. I mean, fortunately, their parents are along with them. So I'm not I'm not responsible for any of that. But smart, they're, smart. They're, still, they're still really good kids. They're smart. Um, and, and part of the whole process with All-Stars is the recruiting process, too. So we help them get in the, you know talk to colleges and, and things like that. So obviously you need to have good grades to, to go to some schools, but they're, they're really smart. They're, they're good kids. They have good parents, which makes it really easy for, for me. I don't know if you've seen it, uh, Christian Levac. I know you and I kind of from time working together, this evolution of capital region baseball, and in yeah. particular the all-stars where mm-hmm. maybe 15 years ago, if you've been following the scene, it was good. And then 10 years ago, it got good. And then, the last five years, like we're not just seeing very good players who are getting the opportunity to play at the college level. We're talking about guys now getting drafted yeah. out of high school to join professional baseball franchises. Yeah, and it, it's crazy because back in 2009, 2010, when I was at Troy High, LaSalle had, I think it was six Division One commits on it, which was crazy, right? And actually one of them is now, Zach Remillard is playing with the White Sox. So, and that was crazy, and you had pitchers throwing 85, 86, which was hard. Now you got kids throwing 98, 99 at coming out of high school, and it's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> whoa. You know, like last year, Michael Kennedy, right out of Troy High, lefty pitcher, you know, 93, 94. Uh, Gavin Van Kempen out of Maple Hill, 96, 97. Now you have a kid at All Stars, Cade McCarthy, who's going into his sophomore year throwing 93. <laughs> what? All right, so so Christian Bertrand with us right now. He's the head coach for the uh, the all all star sixteen prospect team. So, what do you attribute that to? Because I know there's always the debate like they're pitching too much. They need to play other sports. They they need to pitch more. Like, what do you attribute this this uptick in speed to? There's a whole bunch of new technology out with uh, plyo balls and and stretches you can do and using force from the ground and there's all different kinds of new technology that will and video too that will show you what your spin rate is um, uh, what your arm speed is what there's all kinds of new stuff that wasn't around 10 15 years ago and it was just like uh, you know 10 15 years hey do long toss Uh, do long toss and throw more and you're gonna throw harder now it's just like Hey, you have to you have to long toss, and then then you have to rest, and then you have to do your plyo work, and then you have to do your bands, and then you're stretching. So it's like it's come a really long way, and some of the old school people don't like it, but it does work. It works. I mean, uh, man, the, some of these kids. I mean, we go away, and there's kids ninety five, ninety six 
coming, you know, junior year in high school, and it's it's crazy, man. It, and it's not just one or two of them; it's it's almost all of them. Well, that's the amazing part about it. I see the smile when you get to talk about these guys because for you as a coach, you have this fun mix now where there's excitement because you're watching these young kids get better and reach these expectations maybe they didn't even realize. But I feel like there's also a little bit of pressure that makes it exciting of, wow, this is such a high level of baseball that I don't even know if these kids realize what they're doing and how they're competing. And as a coach, you got to feel that and feel excited about all that stuff going on. It's it's great, too, because um, – you know, we were just my team alone was just down in Alabama a few weeks ago, and playing against the hundred best teams in the country, and we get to the we went three and zero in pool play, get to the the playoffs, and we play a, a five star national team which has kids from twenty three different states on the roster. Woo! Okay, oh my God. now my kids are all ten mile radius; they all know each other. Whatever, so we're facing kids ninety two, ninety three. On paper, we don't belong in that game. At all. Right. They're, they're the number seven team in the country. Nobody expects us to even be close. Well, we took them one nothing into the seventh. Hey. And then some things happened that I won't get into. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. And but like, they're not going to hear us. Come on. Coaching decisions. Gonna... <laughs> Blame it on the yeah. coach. And, uh, it was their coach. It was oh, their okay. coach. Uh, kind of did some, some dirty work. But, um, yeah, and, you know, it's crazy. And like you said, I, I don't really think these kids realize – what they're actually doing you know they're they really they they step up um and it's crazy to see just how different they play from locally they'll they'll play great but when we go away there's a switch that flips and it's just a whole different team attitudes uh energy it's just a different it's a really different you can see the pride like you're you're very proud of your team yeah i i love listen i i love my kids and they're they're like I said, they're great kids, um, but not just my team, too. All of All-Stars, right? You can walk in that place any given day at 4 o'clock, and there's 20 kids in there, and every single one will say hi, ask you how you're doing, ask them if you can help. They're just all around great kids. In, That's because, Christian, program. you look like you're still 15. They, they think they should help you. <laughs> I know. I, know. I, don't know how you, I don't know how you do it. Wait, so I want, what's, what's your resume? Because you you what you said you played Troy High. I played at Troy High. Yep. Then I went to Hudson Valley. Played a couple of years there, um, and that was it. So I you know I don't have anything past you know I'm not listen I'm not a, a big D one player. I'm not one of these guys that has a huge resume. Um, but I've been coaching for 12 years now. So I've seen I've seen a lot of it. I've seen a lot of the game grow. I've seen it change, how players grow. Um, you know, kind of coaching styles from everywhere. It's uh. It's a lot, and it's I, I really do. I love it. Yeah. I love it. If there's a parent listening right now, mom, dad, even aunt, uncles, whoever it is, and they want to find out more about the program, maybe get their young athlete involved, how do they get involved? Yeah, so uh, first thing, I would I would check out our, our social uh, social media, allstars underscore academy on Instagram. We're on Facebook, uh, Twitter. Tryouts are coming up uh, the week of the 7th. So, oh, they're coming up fast. Yep, coming up quick. Um uh, 13U through 16U that week. Check out it. Check it out on social media, um, and all the information will be on there. But honestly, if you want to get into a, a great program with really good people that care, uh, there's a lot of other good teams out there. But and I'm not just saying it because I work there. All Stars is the best place to be. Is this is this a situation? So I I've told this story on here. I may have told you personally, Christian. One thing I always I w- wished I was good at baseball. Mm. I was terrible at baseball. I always wonder, like, if I had had, like, the right people, the right coach around and stuff like that, maybe I would have had a chance to be uh, mediocre, you know, but more fun. Mm-hmm. 
is this a situation where if if you're if you think your kid just has a passion for it, maybe they haven't played it before, still want to go to All Stars, you still want to at least try out, you want to you want to get an eye on it because even if I don't make it, maybe you can tell me, hey, work on these three things and then come back. Yes, absolutely. I, I always encourage people come to tryouts. You never know what's going to happen, um, and like you said, even if you don't make it. We can either recommend somewhere somewhere for you. We can get you in the building and get you lessons so that next year, you know, if, if we work on these things, you can make the team. Um, we can, like I said, point you in the right direction for, for a team to play on. Um, it, we're not here just to, to help All-Stars kids. We're here to help everybody. Capital Region, you name it, we're, we're here to help. So there's we have eight, ten coaches in there that – you walk in and, and say, hey, is anybody around help me with hitting? Three of us will jump up and raise our hand and say, hey, we'll help you out. Love it. So, um, you know, and the whole, like I said, the whole program, it's it's uh, it's top notch. From top down, from Mike Serbalik, the owner, uh, he's, a, he's a scout for the Brewers. All the way down, Matt Fry, Curtis Nobles, uh, Chris Tita, myself, Frankie Pizzo. Just really do a really good job of, of getting this kid, these kids ready. All right, well, so get get everything going right now because tryouts are the week of the seventh. Yeah, week oh, of the seventh. Get it going. Let's um, get it going. Yeah, we'll have we'll have a couple more commits I think this week. Um, just to kind of name a few right now, we got uh, Cole Miller going to Wake Forest, uh, Red Marin URI. That's uh, it. That's a baseball name right there. Yeah, Red Marin. That kid was that kid was born <laughs> twenty seven yeah. with a mean splitter. How about this one? Manny Santos. Oh, third base. Yeah, he plays Manny's third base. Manny, Manny Santos. He is can going really to, pick it at hot corner. Going to URI. Uh, we got another one. Tommy Case out of Shaker. See, I don't even. I'm just going to make up who they are. That's a power hitting outfielder for sure. <laughs> Kid was born chewing tobacco, hit the ground, and hit a home run. Yep. Tommy Case going into his junior year, 93 94, last week in Georgia. Ooh. So, I mean. And he's got a power arm. So, you know, there you yeah. go. He's going, nope. to, he's going to St. John's. The doctor slapped his butt when he was born. He slapped back. Kid, the doctor <laughs> lost three teeth. Terrible. Those are some D1 commitments right there. By the way, I'd like to toss out that Hobart now has a Division three baseball program. So if only those kids slipped through the cracks, send them down to Geneva, my alma mater's way. Can you imagine needing to like go, hey, you got any table scraps? I'll send them out to Hobart. <laughs> please. Send them out to a lacrosse school. Please. Could you please? Listen, and, and there's nothing. I tell kids all the time, there's nothing wrong with, with D3. You know, even, no, no. even, jo- even Juco. You see a lot of guys getting drafted out of Juco. Of course, you don't schools. have a problem with Juco. That's where you went. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Like, you know uh, Juco's terrible. Yeah. Is that where you pitched Coast first round? Any baseball at the next level is amazing. No doubt. Yes, absolutely. And, and there's there's only a certain percentage of kids that will really truly play in college. So, And then if you if you make it past that, you're you're in a really small percentage of kids. So You know what we got to do? Guys, all serious. We got to get some free time with Christian. We got to go over to All-Stars and Latham. We got to learn to dominate a beer league softball team. Yes. Like, we just got to learn to dominate a beer Second. league. Let's, but we don't tell anybody. This is the last time we ever talk about it publicly. Christine, like, he coaches us up to hit, like, just monster bombs and everything. And we just go dominate a softball league, a beer okay, league. Okay. That's where your mind went. That is, I'm not against that, by the way. But here's, here's something I would rather That's not do. where yours went. That would be great. You and I, for as long as I've known you, there has been one thing I've really wanted to do with you on this show. We tr- we got really close oh, in like that's, 2019. That's for the after dark version. No, 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 not that. Talk about that. With Elevation 10,000, I would love for one of Christian's players to commit on our show. Like oh, a yeah. signing That'd day. Cool. We have talked about this forever. So look, it's a very personal thing. I know they want to do their own brand and social media, but Elevation 10,000 talks about brands for real. 
If there is a player coming up and they're between two or three schools and they want to announce that an Elevation 10,000 wants to get behind this, I would love for someone to announce their college commitment on our show. I think it'd be really cool. So that is now in your ear for this upcoming fall and winter. That He's thinking of somebody right now. He knows somebody who'll do it. We already. might have a couple this week. Hey, so, okay. Yeah, Let's we might do have it. I would love to have that week. happen. Let's do it. I, yeah. All right, that's fun. And then the beer league thing. Yes, yeah. yeah. I'm in. Because like, we don't have enough people over here. I'd be like an Elevation team. We join the Elevation team, yeah. I think, is what we do. I'm in. Let's do it. I, I, I'm looking around that that office. I bet you got some mean players over at Elevation for softball. And I don't mean like good. I just mean angry. Like Josh Wells, who's in the print shop with you. I love Josh, but he's got anger. Yeah. You know who else is angry too? You know Molly? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, you, yeah. Yeah. That's the one if you're pitching, you, you, you just left it out there and then you dive. Yeah. And you hope it's not coming back up the middle. I agree. I agree. Uh, elevate your brand with <laughs> Elevation 10,000. Elevate your game with Christian Bertrand and All Stars. That's, that's, yeah. that's the new. That's a new sign-off for the show from here now, guys. We got the play of the day coming up, and I have a rant I need to get with you about. Speaking about baseball, something happened over the weekend that I need to talk to you about. Do you need a hug? Mm-hmm. You better try to get one from Kendall Roy over here before he leaves. We'll was talk it, about was it, it next. Was the Yankees actually winning a game? Oh! <laughs> Let's go to break! It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Just about time for the uh, play of the day. Guys, um, the play of the day is brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet. Uh, find your roads to Car Bravo and Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. Um, I, I don't see anything I love today because it's, it's, it's a Monday, so most of the baseball teams are off. Uh, there's no football yet. There's a lot of reasons to not have a play of the day today. You know, you, you look like you have one or a constant. I do, but I'm glad Christian joined us today because I was ready to rant earlier in the show and I calmed myself down, but I've calmed myself long enough. I got two things I got issues with, all right? Wait, are you to your play of the day? I'll get you my play of the day. Hang on I, a second. At this point, I'm thinking about just going against your Orioles just to be a jerk. I'm taking the Rockies tonight. I'm taking the Rockies okay. on the money line, and the reason I'm taking the Rockies is because I keep betting against Patrick Corbin, and it works. Man, he stinks, man. Patrick Corbin was supposed to get paid a ton of money by the Yankees. Remember that whole story? Yep. Now Corbin, at one point, was called the worst pitcher in Major League Baseball by Central New York writers. Where he's from? The pride of sister on North Syracuse. A Juco guy, Christian, by the way. I believe he's uh, Mohawk Valley, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's where he played. So, you might be right. Yeah, he's, look at that. Uh, he's he still might stink- be. He, he stinks, though. <laughs> I'm taking the Rockies against Corbin. That's my play. Rockies money line. But i got to flip back to something. Because we don't do the plays of the day on the weekend. We stay away. Right. We have to take a break. Well, yeah, we don't have a show on the weekend. That's yeah. right. Uh, yeah, the sales is working on it. So <laughs> I loved yesterday the Red Sox against the Mets. Carlos Carrasco's yeah. on the mound for the Mets. Did my fantasy team, who is just an embarrassment, play a factor in this? Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I got this. Here we go. I'm taking the Red Sox on the money line. I'm taking Carrasco to get shelled early in the game. Over four earned runs. Red Sox money line. I got a three-thing parlay going. So I went back and checked. And I'm like, um, why did I only win a dollar and fifty cents? What happened here? Oh no. I went in and uh two of these. First of all, four and a half earned runs. Yeah. I, I did the strikeout bet because I was going too fast, so I bet the wrong thing. So that was okay. one. Okay. Followed up by, I just hit five on my bet rather than $5. You know, it was a pretty hef- hefty bet for me. Right. Somehow, I think my algorithm, my phone, has just accepted it's going to be a 50-cent bet. Pink panty bets. That's what it's used to. So not only did I bet the wrong thing at one point in one of my bets, I then bet <laughs> 50 cents. Instead of five dollars, it's a big win for you. So that's how my day went. It's a big win for you. <sighs> Gosh, um, I am not shocked by any of that. It's it is. I would assume that if you bet ten dollars, your phone would explode and think someone had stole it and it hacked your account. 
because you love to bet the minimum whenever possible. Uh, my play of the day. Thanks for friends of Mark Chevrolet. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over tonight in your Orioles versus the Phillies over nine and a half. I think that's a game that's you're gonna have some runs scored. The Orioles bats are pretty strong, but um, I just I feel like the Orioles have this this little like little twitch to them right now. Little little. Oh, I just saw a lightning bolt. Um, little like vibe that they don't they don't seem to. They're not very comfortable being in the lead. You know what I mean? I feel like they're one of those teams. Who are like, aren't we supposed to be chasing people? This is weird. I don't like it. That so. is that is a very college basketball football bet coming off a big game, yep. trap game on a Monday. I, I could feel unfortunately I do feel where you're going. Might with that still bet. win, but I think if you win, it's gonna be one of those like six five games, something like that. Okay. Uh Christian's hanging out with us here, and I have a question for him before. You've been freaking go- out all day. Hmm. About this. I'm glad you're still here. I'm gonna Christian, g- give him the softball, then I'm gonna yell at you, Levac. Christian, when was the last you? time you've been to the baseball hall of fame? Are you a baseball hall of fame guy? Have you been to Cooperstown recently? Ooh. Maybe never. Maybe you've never been I've there. Been I don't know. I, it's it's been probably seven or eight years. Okay. Yeah. I you know. I love baseball, but I think the Hall of Fame is boring. Whoa! Oh, you gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go with me. I get in trouble in the Hall of Fame. It's fun and good kind of trouble. Like I find my way into the stacks. Mm. You know, usually I'll find my way. Somebody will give me a, a tour, and I'll get it back there with the white gloves on. That's when you're having fun. Yeah. I want to know if you thought it's become boring. Like when you were younger, maybe you enjoyed it more, or maybe this is going to my rant. Has it become more boring for you over the, like the last five to ten years? Hmm. Maybe it's always been boring. I don't know. Well, it hasn't been the last five to ten years. No, but I think I think I think it's always been boring. I've been a few times. I, it's nice. Don't get me wrong. And there's a lot of things. I just think it's boring. You know what makes it though? Like the last time I had the most fun was I brought my kid. Mm. When you can bring the kid and go, oh, remember this happened, and the kid's like, yeah, I care for a little while, yeah. and then you have to buy them stuff on yeah. on the main drag, but that's about it. Oh, you guys have sandwiched me right in between my take here, because okay. this is how I feel today. Uh, Friday, I probably on our Friday show should have mentioned that the Hall of Fame induction weekend was this past weekend. I should have mentioned that Fred McGriff was going to the Hall of Fame and Scott Rowland was going to the Hall of Fame. I didn't mention it. I haven't mentioned it until this segment right now. However, it kind of goes to what Christian's talking about here, that Levac, this is like the evolution of the Hall of Fame, unfortunately, in the wrong way. Like Christian just said, it's boring, which I think a lot of fans are slowly starting to develop. Look over the last 10 years. Jeter, Rivera, Piazza, Pedro, Poppy. There's a lot of popular players in this region that have gone in. Mm-hmm. So maybe because of the class of McGriff and Scott Rowland didn't have that same type of pop like we've seen the last 10 years. But what I feel like has happened now is we've lost rational thought with the Hall of Fame. Like, I can't sit here anymore and tell you that Barry Bonds is not a better baseball player than Harold Reynolds. Excuse me. Or Harold Baines. Either one. Anyone else named Harold. Baines or Reynolds. You know what I mean? Like, Fred McGriff's a nice player. He's not better than Roger Clemens. Levesque, you and I, every Monday, this Monday in particular, after the Hall of Fame, this day and the day when the actual class was announced, we used to have the president of the Hall of Fame, Jeff Idelson, on. Like, that was a can't-miss. He's not the president of the Hall of Fame anymore. He's not. He retired. He stepped aside. But that was like, hey. He's going to say way too much in this interview. Sort of like Bob Belber, where he talks yeah. a little, like, is he really yeah. going to say that? By the way, tone it down, Belber. <laughs> what? But, like, Levesque, <laughs> uh, maybe it's just me, but uh, the excitement of the Hall of Fame is not what it was for me five years ago, ten years ago. I'll love it when I bring my boys. But, like, uh, maybe it's just me. I, I, the Hall of Fame thing doesn't hit for me anymore, especially this year. I So here's two, two things that I think contribute to the downturn of the Hall of Fame at, at this moment. One is COVID. Nobody went. Nobody wanted to go. I'm still kind of getting my mind right to go into a place like that. And, and for me, it's not 
it's not to be indoors and potentially get sick. It's to be indoors and potentially run into somebody with a mask on and me looking at me and go, wow, still wearing a mask, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, I, it's your choice, do what you want to do, but it makes me a little uncomfortable, a little weird when, when other people wear masks right now. Uh, the, other, the other part of it is I have found the most possible fun you can have going to the Baseball Hall of Fame, you have to include Cooperstown. Mm. Like, you have to go, like, you, maybe you go bring the kids, do the full tour, whatever, then hit the little mini strip, hit one of those nice restaurants, get some brews, chill out, eat some food, you know, maybe get a get your name put on a baseball bat. Like, it's not just, you can't just go to the museum. You got to go to the museum and experience the old-timey Cooperstown life. I think you got to do it all. If you don't do it all, it is a bit boring. Would I go to Cooperstown without my kid? Mm. No. No, I wouldn't. No, I agree. Yeah. I, I would go and walk around, but like you said, I, I would rather go to the, the Cooperstown Bat Company yeah. and then go to the and then go to the brewery. But see, here's the thing. I think that if if we all did a trip, so like the three of us, like you if you go, you have to bring your sons, guys. Like you have no choice. That's it's it's like a law, I think. Um if but if we all just went and we walked around and we poked some fun. We talked baseball. And then, like you said, hit the brewery, hit the bat company. That's a day. That's a day. You want the, whole, the, you want the museum to be a part of it. But, like, if you, if you just, I, again, to drive out. So we have, we were given away on Friday and last Friday passes to the, the Hall of Fame, the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Every time I saw it, I'm like, man, I want, I want, I'm just going to clip a couple for me and the kid and her, and her boyfriend and some other friends or whatever. And I said to my daughter, I was like, do you want to go back to the, to the Hall of Fame? She's all in because last time she went, she was a kid. We had a blast. Mm. But there is that part of me where I'm like, all right, if I'm driving that far out, can I sucker them into driving back so I can drink lunch? Like, you know, you got yeah. to, it's got to be part of a day, I think. I don't think you can just go. Like, when we were kids, if I went there, I'd just be like, oh, it's the holy cow. It's this, it's that, it's the other thing. Now it's like, you got to, it's got to be part of a day. Yeah. Kristen, you and I are very close, similar in age. And I remember when you and I. Why does in- he look so much better than you? Anyways, <laughs> he's in great shape. Uh, so, like, in our era of baseball, like, when we were growing up, we kind of grew up in the steroid era. Like, Bonds was taken yeah. off, McGuire, Sosa. I'm fascinated by your players. Like, when we talked baseball, those are the guys. Like, mm-hmm. oh, man, are they cheating? Listen, my players were doing steroids, too. They just kept their mouth shut, okay? <laughs> Nobody talked about it. Your players were putting other things in their body. They were going in through their nose. And greenies. That. That's right. Caffeine pills. What are young sports fans talking about? Like, is Judge their guy, Vlad Jr., Tatis? Because I'm sure, like, the conversation of young baseball fans is far different than what it was when you and I were talking baseball 20 years ago with our teammates. You know, it's kind of crazy because uh, your, your man, Red Marin. Yeah. Uh, oh. He he came to me last year and he goes, he were in in the dugout talking and he goes, Aaron Judge sucks. I, I, I don't like this kid I, at all. I looked at him. I go, I think I have to cut you. Right, because you're clearly on some kind something you shouldn't be right. on. But yeah, I mean, it's it's more like Judge, um, Bogarts, uh, you know that Tatis, uh, Devers. They're really, honestly, I think actually I think they they're more excited about the pitching. The pitching is really what gets them, you know, Rodon, uh, you know, Cole. They're more excited about the pitching than anything else. But, yeah, it, there's there's some excitement. But like you said, there's no way you can keep Barry Bonds out of the Hall of Fame. Well, you A-Rod. shouldn't at this point. I mean, he's 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 all over it, too. Right. Like, when you go in there, they're all over it. I, Man, this this red thing really hurt me. I thought I, for the first time <laughs> I ever met before, and I felt like I kind of, like, like, bonded with – 
I, I will. Uh, you want me to go old man? Yeah. Because I, I, I do have, like, like you talk about this generational baseball. There is a part of me who loses my ever love in mind when I see a guy who's got the eye of an Aaron Judge and they don't choke up on two strikes. Mm. Like Don Mattingly could hit home runs and everything else. It, down, you know, one ball, two strikes, choke up on the bat a little bit. That thing's going in play. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know where it's going, but it's going into play. Like it does kill me that it's home run or strikeout. Like that does drive me insane as an old man. Like it makes me. I, there's occasionally I'll be at Yankee Stadium and yell at to get off my lawn. Yeah. I'll do it. The games now are so boring. I, I watched the Yankees on Friday night. And I'm texting my buddy, and I said, this this is the most boring game I've ever watched. It really is. And I, I don't know. That's because you, you can't yell out, hey, 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 yo, cheat in a little bit at third. Yeah. Like you're not in charge. I don't know how you feel about Aaron Boone. I don't. I've lost all feeling on Aaron yeah, Boone. I agree. I, I don't think it matters. Because I, uh, I think it was Buster only who said, listen, even if they get rid of Boone, they're just going to go find another Boone. Mm-hmm. And even if they get rid of Cashman, they're just going to go find another Cashman. Mm-hmm. It's the same guy. So do I want the carbon copy of those guys? I don't know. But Boone, I don't feel like, I don't feel like we know what Boone is. I think Boone is, Boone, they hand him a binder before the game. Yeah. You know, this is what you're going to do at this time. This is what you're going to do at this time. Feel free to adjust yourself however you like. Mm-hmm. But everything else is on us. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm sitting there watching runners on first and second, nobody out. You have a, a DJ LeMahieu or an Anthony Volpe up. And they're swinging away. Lay down a bunt. <laughs> Lay down a bunt. Yeah. Then you have somebody else come in, hit a single. It's very easy. Yeah. I, I do it almost every game. And I know yeah. it's 16-year-old baseball, and this is the majors, but lay a bunt down, Aaron, please. Yeah, Get it down, man. Yeah. Look, these conversations I'm, like I'm about Boone and, and back to the Hall of Fame, Like this was one of the number one topics in sports talk radio this format. Like you could argue like a baseball hall of fame, who should be in, who should be out, who's better, who's worse. Like that's what this whole thing was built on. And by the way, if you still want takes, 518-690-0980. That's the elevation ten thousand phone lines. Even yes. when we're off the air, we'll still take calls. The talk back button on the iHeart app. If you want to get some Hall of Fame takes, we'd still love to hear them. But there was a time in this format like Gaza's cell phone is hold on, let me go. <laughs> this like this would have been our whole show twenty years ago. Should McGriff be in? Should Roland be in? Should this guy? Be? But things have changed. Like the sport has changed. You talked about like strategy and instincts and analytics. So much has changed in baseball. And I think like this past weekend was like, you know, the nerds got Scott Roland in. Scott Roland's not better than Barry Bonds. Scott Roland's not better than Clemens. But the analytics and the war, that's not saying he's not a good player, but like that's Scott another- Roland didn't cheat. Oh, right. cheat. It's like oh. it's like the next level of non-cheaters. Like, okay, oh. here's a list of guys we think cheated, probably didn't get suspended, but Okay, who's the next? So that's my thoughts on the baseball Hall of Fame. Now. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, guys. Until you said that it was this past weekend, I didn't know that. There you, you know? go. I didn't know right. that, and I didn't even see anything on like ESPN, MLB. Yeah. I, I didn't see a thing about it. No, so, it, these were. It was is kind of a boring class. Yeah, like, I mean, the crime dog is cool, and Roland was fun to watch. But it's this is a boring class. And the crime dog got in because he like went through the process and never got elected. Right. It was 500 home runs. Nice guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's no, he's no Harold Baines, though. No. Poor Baines. And Bud Seligson. He's strays. Bud C- Levac, Bud Seligson, Mr. Steroids himself. Hey, you know what? We're going to run an operation where everybody cheats, but let's get the boss in and not get the— Listen, say what you will. Bad. It was very popular when he was in charge. <laughs> I just—I wish he had done them, too. That would have been great if he just went full roid rage on the podium yelling at people. Starts, Bud, man! Bud, smash! <laughs> 
All right, uh, almost taking us over time. Yeah, we we got to talk about our friends over at uh, USX Pest Control. I well, listen, I was ready to do that a while ago, but you just wanted to complain and complain, and I find that pestering. To be honest <laughs> with you, I wonder, if, I wonder if Frank and the crew can come by and keep me from dealing with your pestering. It's a simple, simple setup. Let me let me take you through the process. Go to usxpest.com. Set up your free inspection today. Once you've done that, Tim comes out. Tim is amazing. Like I, he's he is the the guano whisperer. Tim knows a lot of stuff that's going on. He probably would have the stats to convince me Scott Rowland should be in the Hall of Fame, which is a compliment to him because he knows his stuff. There's no way that kind of knowledge is still in there because he knows too much. <laughs> he, knows too much. <laughs> he knows too much. Like he walked through my basement and went, "Oh, if you look right here, you'll see that at one point in time you had a, a mouse problem." And I'm like, "At one point in time or now?" He goes, "No, it was a while ago because of this, this." And I'm like, "How do you know?" And then like in the attic, I'm like, "Dude, I've had bats up here." He goes, he pulls out a pocket knife. Finds a little a little a little bat duty. He goes, now nah, you're good. They haven't been here in like six to eight months. I'm like, I'm like, I better like I'm looking around. I'm like, is there somebody with a with a card telling you that? Like I, you don't like, but that's that. And then Frank comes by because after Tim tells you where the problems are, they come up with a plan for you to keep your house safe. Mine's the uh, non chemical exclusion package, and then uh, they spray the yard for ticks, mosquitoes, and then poor Frank has to wrestle uh, hornets. And a lot. There's a lot of hornets by my house. But he gets them. He gets rid of them for me. Like, he does that. And then you're done. You're taken care of. And it all starts free with that, that free inspection at usxpest.com. The summer's officially here. Make sure to call them. Connect with them. You might have been putting it off. Make sure it happens. Coming up. We love it. USX Pest Control. My home, your home. Hopefully, your home will be yeah. next. Ants, mosquitoes, all of it. Get rid of it. USXpest.com. Dot com Get that free inspection scheduled. Uh, tomorrow, I say we do another show. Let's do another show. The Red Sox are off tonight, so you get all, oh, all of that Covino and Rich and the odd couple Woo! that you want following us tonight. Yeah, or or just come back tomorrow at 3. Sylvain Goss, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980.